Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 27 of this podcast, I sat down with Robin Adams, the new race director for the Memorial T-Rail 5-Mile Run, which will be held on Saturday, May 23rd. We talked about why she decided to take on a big role as a race director, her passion for running, and the Danville community. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our show and give us a five-star rating on the iTunes. Let's get started. All right, today I'm sitting across from Robin Adams, the new race director for the 41st annual Memorial T-Rail 5-Mile Run, which will be held on May 23rd on a Saturday. Hi, Robin. Hello. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. So she has taken on the role of the race director for as a race director for this event, along with her dad, George Pumpkin Adams, which I've heard some some people refer to him as a pumpkin. So hi, George, <laughs> who is the race coordinator. So tell us a little about a little bit about uh, why you are doing this and what this race is about. So um, we really didn't know. A whole lot about the back end of running a race whatsoever but um, this race is something that my dad and I participated in for a few years and we really liked doing this race because it was right in our backyard Memorial Day weekend is a great kickoff to the summer and it's, so it's something that we would train for together and we kind of always had really good memories of doing this race um, for a couple years in a row and then the race came to a stop just because the um, former race directors weren't able to continue putting it together. And we started asking around about why they weren't doing the race anymore. And um, we ended up having some conversations with the former race directors, who um, later in the podcast, I want to give a lot of credit to the great work that they've done. But um, long story short, we had some conversations with them. And in talking about why the race was discontinued, they said, do you want to take it on? And we were like, "Mm, I don't know. It's just not something we have experience with. We weren't sure if we would be able to do it justice. And after talking to them for maybe like a year or so, we decided that it was worthwhile for us to take a leap of faith and give it a shot if it means that we can bring the race back to the community. So we're hoping to, um, we're hoping to bring it back in the way that everyone remembers and have it be a really successful event. So we hope everyone has faith in us that we're going to make it really great, but we're excited. It's something that is very new to us, but we're willing to take a chance on it. That's fantastic. I'm excited for you guys that you're bringing this back. This is one of the races that I've done in town and I have a good memory of it. I have a really fun memory of running that course. Uh, the course itself starts out as like a slight incline, right? And then we hit mm-hmm. Caseville road and it's a pretty steep incline going up. First half of the race is pretty tough. Uh, and then it just kind of like, um, you know, goes up and down, uh, they, I think they refer to it as like rolling hills kind of course, right? And yep. then you finish right back in town. Yep. Uh, but the case bill, it was, I remember that was really challenging. That's a pretty steep slide. Get it over with in the first half. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited that you guys are bringing this back up. Um, so it starts at the Memorial Park uh, in Danville, which used to be like literally right behind my house, which was super convenient because I've never had a race where like you can walk out the door, be at the race site in like two minutes and then get started. And that was a lot of fun. Um, so what has been the community response since you decided to bring this back? It's been really good so far. Um, 
we decided that we were going to take it on and organize it for this year. And so we part started putting things together in terms of just the very first thing that we put out was a Facebook event. And um, immediately we started seeing a whole bunch of shares from people and comments from people I've never heard that were really excited to see that it was coming back. And so we just kind of started spreading the word that way. And then as we started to finalize the components of the race and the more logistical things, we started asking for sponsors. Hmm. And that we've had an incredible response there from community organizations who really want to see the race succeed. So it's been great to see the sponsorship side of things coming together. And um, I think people are really interested in it. I hope mm -hmm. that the, the distance and... Um, I hope Hitty didn't scare people away with the course description. It's really not that bad. <laughs> but, no. But um, we really hope that people are um, they're willing to spend their Saturday morning um, participating this in this event, whether you're interested in running or walkers are more than welcome. It's uh, definitely a good option for those who have done a lot of 5Ks and they kind of mm. just want like another challenge. Or someone who isn't even as serious of a runner. They're just really excited that we're bringing this event back to Danville. And it's a fun and healthy way to start your Memorial Day weekend. So I think it can check a lot of boxes for different types of people. Absolutely. Now, the one thing that really catches my eyes about this race is like when you told me that it's the 41st annual race. That's, that's pretty incredible. Um, I mean... The fact that like that's been going on for so long and we're sitting in front of this binder full of history of this event. And I see a lot of newspaper with some familiar names that we've seen at the studio here and in the community. Uh, do you want to talk about the part of the rich history of this race and how it came to be, why it became a five mile race and so on? Yeah, I think that's actually part of the reason why my dad and I decided to bring this back to Danville. Um, so we had been talking to the former race directors and it, we just had casual conversations and it wasn't until we sat down and they talked us through the history of this race. I had no idea how long it had been run and how many different really influential members of the town had spent a lot of time putting this together. Um, it was once we saw this the binder full of history um, that we realized like we have a responsibility to not let this die mm. and um, so the race actually started out as they called it the Danville Marathon um, the, if you think the course is bad now it used to be worse it used to go all the way up Caseville, really? like all the way up oh like all the way yeah you oh. didn't turn off on red lane oh. so um, they and then it was a 5k and a 12k at they okay. two different races at one point and then um, they combined them into the five-mile distance, which is really unique. You don't hear about a lot of five-mile races. So um, started in – we were trying to calculate backwards between 1977 and 1978, and there was always a planning committee that would put this race together. And year after year, they would come together and try to make this happen for the community. And, like, out-of-town runners would come and really competitive runners. And it was just kind of a staple in town and um, – then, I don't remember the exact year, but um, Tina Bartholomew and Bob Welby were the most recent race directors. And I want to say that they organized it for about 25 years. Wow. It was a huge yes. run. So they put a ton of time and energy into making the race happen every year. And they would continually look for ways to in increase um, attendance and make it new and exciting. And there was always really neat and unique giveaways at the event. So... 
um, they put so much time and energy into it and then schedules just get crazy with mm-hmm. kids and families and um, they had other priorities so they had to put the race on hold and when that's when my dad and I came into the picture and we had some conversations with Tina and she had enough enough faith in us to um, pass it on to us so knowing that it had this long history and it was a really important community event we decided it was our responsibility to keep it going so that's that's just a little bit of the history um Mm -hmm. also on the website which we'll share at the end of the Mm -hmm. podcast we scanned in some of the news clips from the the binder of historical information that we have so you can see clips dating back to the beginning of the race and different news clippings that are really neat to kind of get a flavor of what this has looked like through the years. Yes, the website's really neat. So the website, if you're listeners, if you're on your phone or on your by the computer, you can type in memorial trail run. T-Rail run. T-Rail run, sorry. Memorial com, And it's a very clean looking website. Robin always does a fantastic job of creating websites and the race history page is fascinating so many of great news articles and pictures from the past that tells the history of this race and i think if you take the time to go on that page and look at through the race history you're gonna want to participate in this race one way or another even if you're not a runner we'll talk about it later as to how you can get involved um and so definitely go visit that website that's again memorial trlrun.weebly which is spelled w-e-e-b-l-e-y dot com now um one of the things that you mentioned earlier that i wanted to touch on um is the fact that you know you guys are both runners and you participate in a lot of races um so talk to me about your passion towards running why it's so important to you well i think running has always been special to me um i used to when I did um, sports and activities when I was younger, I kind of despised it. And then I learned to love it because it was a challenge and it was never something that came easily to me. So once I started to like running, then I would push myself further and further and further. And it was the challenge of seeing if I can improve my speed or improve my distance. Just that personal challenge is what made me actually fall in love with it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what's really special about the the um the fact that my dad and I are organizing this race together is that running is something that we have done together for a really long time mm-hmm. and um he wasn't a runner at all until maybe 10 years ago and I think he saw that I was interested in running and I remember the very first run that I did with him and it was kind of just to teach him like how to run and and so we just did like a light jog and um he was getting like starting to feel it and he was getting into it and he thought you know I could actually get into this and so he really trained himself to become a runner and um and later in life it's it's so cool to watch so we got into it together and have gone all over the place doing races um the Broad Street 10 miler in Philly is one of our favorite and um the Cherry Blossom 10 miler in DC we've done that one and we've done half marathons together and 5k's all over the place so it's it's a bonding thing that we do and so we're trying to take what we've started there and apply that to the back end of running mm-hmm. and try to put together a really good race experience for other runners like us that kind of do it as like a bonding thing sure and that's really neat so I I know I I caught up with my train of thought. What I wanted to mention was it's a community ran race, which is really really 
unique to see because I've I've been I've seen a lot of races which which is organized by big organization corporations or even small businesses, but the fact that you two are really the the only people that's organizing this event, putting in everything together. And you're from this community. You guys are both Danvillians, mm-hmm. right? Grew up yep. in Danville, grown, raised, born and raised. Um, and, and to continue on this tradition is really neat because obviously you guys love this town. I mean, if you wouldn't be here if we didn't. And, uh, and the fact that you're putting so much effort and energy and digging into the archives of the history to make the connection between what's going on today to what has happened in the past and bringing it to the surface for the younger generations to see. Yep is really really awesome to see and the fact that you guys are both passionate runners makes it all that much better yeah and on the history note um one of the cool things about this race is that the organizers that have paved the way before us Mm -hmm. set the precedent that the proceeds would always be donated back to a community organization or an area of the community that could use a little support so um we're really excited to be able to continue that this year and we gave some thought to where we might be able to direct the proceeds and we decided on the Montour County Historical Society um, just because this race has such deep um, deep historical roots and growing up in Danville um, history's kind of always just been a part of my life it always amazes me that there's so much to learn and you never like fully know what there's just so much more to learn all the time and um I can remember when I was little, I would go to like the Montgomery House Museum and that always piqued my interest. And then I've tried to always participate in the Iron Heritage events, which are now the Danville Heritage um, Days. And yeah, so I think there's just a lot of interest in preserving Danville's history um, from a lot of different people. But it's important that organizations that are trying to do that have the resources they need and that there's opportunities to get that in front of younger generations who are going to take an interest in it and continue um, spreading the importance of knowing the history of your area. So um, we're really excited to be able to take the proceeds from this race and put them towards the historical society and kind of see the whole thing come full circle. That's that's really awesome. Now, not until recently, I didn't know that there was a historical society building across from the Fulton Bank. And uh, they're going to be open in the spring. Uh, and I want to also encourage the younger generations to check out the history of Danville because it's really, really fascinating. And if you're interested, we're actually going to be doing series of interviews with Danville historians. Uh, I have a three references that I gathered that I'm going to be bringing on to the podcast to talk about history of Danville. And, and this is actually a great start um, and great lead up to that uh, to talk about you know, such a rich history that Danville has. Um, and it's easy to overlook it with our business of our lives and everything that's going on. Um, but Danville really has a really, really cool history that surrounds this town. Now, let's go on to talk about, so how can people get involved in this event this year? Uh, whether that be running the race or, hey, I'm not a runner, but how can I help or support this race? Yeah, Um Hopefully everyone that's listening can kind of see themselves being part of this event one way or another. So obviously, if you have an interest in running, um, we would love to have you as a participant. So it's um, you can register online. You can get to the registration site right from our webpage, And it's $20, $20 in advance or $25 day of. And um, we're excited to have Falcon Race Timing do all the um, registration and timing for us. 
So if you're a runner, definitely sign up. Um, encourage your friends to run with you. It's it's a good challenge. It's a fun course. It's going to be a really fun, um, upbeat event. And if you're not quite ready for that distance or you're you're not, not interested in running, um, we're really looking for volunteers to help us make the event smooth. So um, on our website, there is also a volunteer form that you can fill out if you're interested in volunteering. Um, we're excited to have a lot of the commotion kids helping us out that day. Shout out to the dancers and the yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. And um, so you can just sign up on um, through that form and let us know if you're interested in volunteering and we'll get in touch with you and get you a spot for that day. Um, and then finally, if, if you're um, representing an organization, we're still looking for sponsorship. So there's a couple different levels of sponsorships that we've introduced this year. You can be a bronze sponsor, a silver sponsor, or a gold sponsor at different price levels. And they come with some really unique perks with each level of sponsorship. And um, we're so thankful for the sponsors that we have. Um, they offset some of the costs of the race, which allow us to put more money into that donation that we can give to the historical society at the conclusion of the event. So um, we've we've already had a couple early sponsors that we're so thankful for. Um, Elite Feet is going to be providing a hundred dollar gift card to the both the male and female first place finishers. That's a pretty so good deal. yeah, that's yeah. that's um, a really good start on a nice brand new pair of running shoes. So we're very thankful for that um resurrection movement studio is also sponsoring um they're okay <laughs> they were actually the very first sponsor <laughs> so that's bonus points um longevity and the Danville area community center and phoenix Re rehabilitation are also um some sponsors that have stepped forward and really wanted to make this race a success so super thankful for those and um, our sponsors are listed on our website and updated continually so um if you're representing an organization be sure to check that out and uh, let us know if you want to help make this race a success yeah absolutely and i encourage you know local businesses to take part in this race i think it's going to be a very big event and uh you know to show as small businesses and local businesses that like we care about our town and we want to preserve the history of this town you know, a race that has a 40 plus years of history, you know, I think that that's big, you know, that's important and that's big. And, you know, we want to make sure that like we get in front of people's faces and say like, you know, this history of Danville is really important. And we, especially to the younger generation who might just be unaware of it unintentionally to let them know like, hey, there's a rich history here is really, really important, important in revitalizing the town, you know, giving more life and color to the town. Uh, so I highly, highly encourage business owners who are listening to participate in the event. And, you know, if you're free that weekend, you know, take part in it one way or another, either running it or volunteering it. And I'm sure there's something for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, so the race starts at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Pre-registrations from 7:45 to 8:45 on the day of mm -hmm. at the Memorial Park. It seems like you have a different, a lot of different categories. You 20, 21 to 29, 30 to 39, 40 to 49, 50 to 59, 60 to 69, and 70 plus. Wow. Yeah. So we're gonna do um, top three males and females in each age category. Uh huh. Um, and then we've got, like I said, the um, overall male and female uh, winners. And um, we will also have door prizes and just lots of exciting stuff going on um, at the conclusion of the event. So even if if you're not into running or you're not able to volunteer, just 
check it out, um, learn more about the race. It's just important. We're really excited to, to give this race life. And it's my dad and I organizing it this year and however many years to come. We're just we'll we'll just be hopefully one chapter of the race history. Um, there were so many others who the, it's the originators and then the committee that kept it going. And Tina Bartholomew and Bob Welby were a huge chapter of this race. And They've passed it on to us, and we really hope that we're able to give it some more years of life, and then we can pass it on to others who see a lot of value in it and want to continue to organize it after us. So um, we're just hoping to generate as much awareness as possible and create a lot of interest in uh, keeping this going. You know, I have to give you a shout-out, Robin. I don't know that you're expecting this, but the fact that you took on this race in middle of your wedding planning season, you're getting married a yeah. month later from that date. Whoops. And that's a weekend after a recital time. Yeah. I mean, you have to love what you do to be able to take on this kind of big task. And I think, you know, that just shows. And to those of listeners who are like, man, I don't know if I want to partake in it. Robin has a, her heart set in the right place. And really, she's very passionate about, like, keeping the tradition alive and, you know, bettering this and trying to do the best she can to improve the race. Uh, and so I hope that everybody listening participates in one way or another. And huge props to you for doing Thank this, you. Robin. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, as Tina and I talked about it, um, just the amount of things that I've got going on. Yeah. Right. At that particular time <laughs> in the spring was a big deterrent for me. But um, I knew other people who had an interest in doing the race and they were sad that it had to take a couple year break. And I just I felt like there was enough interest in it and people that really wanted to see it succeed that it just it kind of felt like a responsibility to make it happen. And um, however long we can give it life, I, I really truly think that we'll be able to um, continue it and, and have others carry it on after us. So we needed to bring it back at this time, despite how challenging it might be. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be a crazy couple weeks for us, but I thrive on a busy schedule. So it, it'll <laughs> be great. We're excited. Good. Now let's talk about a few of the things like, so what were some of the challenges that you weren't expecting? Because now, you know, obviously this is your first go around in planning the races. And so what are some unexpected challenges or hurdles that you've faced as you guys started to plan this event? Or has it been a really smooth sailing from your end? Uh, we haven't really encountered any challenges yet. Um, I the, the piece I'm not really well versed in is... Um, how to how to really drive attendance. So mm. um, we've got all the pieces in place to make it a successful event. We've got the sponsorship support. Um, the former race directors have, they handed everything over to us. So like the mm. course is mapped out and all of the logistics and the approvals that we need to get. So logistically speaking, we've got this down. It's just the, the challenge that we're facing is how do we reignite interest in the event and get people there. So mm. um, I wouldn't say it's a roadblock that we've encountered, but we just... We want to make sure that people are excited and they actually come and um, make it a successful event. So that's the piece that we're kind of looking to. That's a big question mark. Gotcha. So, you know, runners in Danville and surrounding areas, we're calling all of you out to come and join us. You know, it's really cool because for the several past couple of years, the races, number of the races that's been offered in Danville area has, has kind of decreased mm -hmm. ever since the Rivertown the running running series has gone away but slowly it's making a comeback this mm -hmm. is one of the races you know 
um, chili chili challenges coming back from uh, I heard from Bob Stout. Um, you know the humdinger is going strong, mm-hmm. and then there's another race that I, he said he was going to bring it back, but I forgot what it was. But anyways, there's a lot of local races in Danville area that has a rich traditions that if you're a local runner, that you guys should definitely consider participating in, including this one. Now, Robin, uh, as we're coming to the end of the podcast, uh, one of the segments that I always ask my interviewees is called Words of Encouragement. Um, So you can take any approach, any take on this. Uh, So go ahead and share your words of encouragement to the listeners that's listening to this podcast. Um, if running's not really your thing, my, my words of encouragement would just be to appreciate the, the things that come with living in a small town. So Mm. like community events like this that bring people together or other events or fundraisers that people are trying to get off the ground. Like it's really unique that there's, there's a lot going on in this community and, um, as now that I see it from the back end, it takes a lot of work to make something like that happen. So I would encourage um, people to just see what's going on and do something different in their community and, and support the people that are trying to make it a great place to live. And um, for people who maybe are into running or thinking about getting in, in, into running, possibly with this race in mind as a goal, um, it's definitely starting to get nicer. You can feel yeah. like spring is maybe... <laughs> maybe around the corner um (laughs) but I would say encourage yourself to like set this as a goal and um just run like a quarter mile more each time you go out than you did the last time and um just do a little bit better each day and kind of set your sights on the finish line and set a new goal for yourself and whether it's this race or anything it could be running your first mile or running your first 5k or your first marathon um just set a goal and work towards something because the satisfaction that that brings is incredibly valuable so those are kind of two pieces of encouragement that i would want to leave people with very cool now Last but not least, let's plug everything in. So where can people find more information? How can they get in touch with you? So on. So um, the best place to start is the website. So it's memorialtrailrun.weebly.com. And everything's on there that you need to know, whether you want to run, you want to be a volunteer, or you're interested in sponsoring the event. And also on Facebook, under if you search Memorial T-Rail Run, the uh, Facebook event page has a lot of information, too. We actually just took a really quick time-lapse video of the course the other day. I had my hand out the that sunroof, was really and it cool. was yeah. so cold, but it was worth it. <laughs> and um, so there's, we'll continue to drop information into the event page and try to get people excited about it. But definitely check that out. And um, whether or not you're participating, we'd really appreciate any shares that you can give to that page to spread the word. We've seen a really good response there so far, so we're excited about it. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, check out the website and the Facebook page my information is on both of those sites so um, feel free to reach out to me with any questions ideas you have Um, we just appreciate anyone's support sounds good well thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today and listeners please join us in helping this uh, event happen or either by participating or volunteering for the event thank you Robin thank you thank you